Thank you for choosing Macabre today. Please remain seated and strap in during the duration of this episode. It's going to be a bumpy ride, and we hope you enjoy your time with us. And remember, listener discretion is advised. Woohoo! <laughs> well, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> hello there. It's, it's been, been a while. A, it has been a while. Uh, we're just uh, fitting back into our boots here, trying to find our uh, our place. It's Wait, been a weird it? morning. What do they say? Uh, we now return to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> yes. After uh, a little bit of a hiatus. Yeah. And not hiatus in a bad way, just uh, a.k.a. life yes. happens. We have so jobs. Back. We have jobs. It's uh, summer. It's summer. You know, there's shit that happens. You know, just life. Just life. How we doing out there, listeners? We miss you. Hope you're doing good. And hope you're going to enjoy this episode. It's been a long time since we've done a hometown macabre. And today, Hallie and I are collaborating on this episode. We're going to be covering Crater Lake and Lake Mead. So it's going to get weird in here. But you already knew that if you're listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start with Crater Lake. Crater Lake has some pretty weird things. And what drew me to this topic originally was the concept of the old man tree, which we'll talk about later. Well, let's talk about the logistics of Crater Lake. So Crater Lake is in <gasps> Crater Lake National Park in Oregon. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> it's actually in Yellow. No, just kidding. It's not in Yellowstone. It's Crater Lake National Park. About 7,700 years ago, a volcano erupted, blowing the top off of a gigantic mountain. And through rain and snow, pure water filled this crater. And boom, you have a lake. You put a little rain in there and some snow and add a healthy handful of years. And there you have it. That's the recipe for Crater Lake. You just made a lake. It's been known as different things throughout time, but we know it today as Crater Lake. And if you're playing a drinking game while you're listening to this episode and you're going to drink every time I say Crater Lake, I hope you're already feeling a buzz. Just FYI. It's actually the deepest lake in the U.S., coming in at 1,943 feet deep. That's, that's pretty that's fucking deep. So deep. That's so deep. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> the National Park itself was established in 1902. So just over a 100-year-old National Park. But the lake, pff, totally older than that. There is an origin story that we should definitely talk about with this because it, it comes into other things we're going to talk about later. But let's talk about the Klamath legend. So this legend describes how the Grand Mountain transformed into a lake. It was a battle between the sky spirit and the mountain spirit. Now, please forgive me. I know we've talked about this before. I'm from the Midwest. I have a weird way of saying things i get it so please forgive me on pronunciation i do try my best laumo is the spirit of the below world and he rips skells who's the spirit of the above world's heart out skell fought back and decapitated him and he tore laumo's body into many pieces and threw them into the crater and brought down mount mazama to trap his enemy after that skell filled the crater with water this is a sacred place for the Klamath people. 
so sacred that they won't even look at the water. And if they do, it's not for long. They see it as a doorway to the below world, a watery gate to hell. The Madoc people avoid the lake as much as they possibly can because they believe it is cursed. So it is a very sacred land and there's a lot of weird shit that happens. I feel like that seems to be um, like a lot of places with mountains. I don't know what it is about mountains specifically, but mountains with water and caves. (laughs) All the combination of things to make it a creepy, spooky spot. The creepy cocktail. I think we yep. figured it out. That's the answer. Yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> we actually have an Appalachian Tales hometown coming up too. And same with that. It's it's the mountain range. It's the water. It's the caves. It's all kinds of things. Very weird, and but very intriguing. And I know we keep bringing this up also, but when it comes to our origin tale episode, I'm I'm obsessed with this kind of thing just to learn more and to hopefully find answers about some of this stuff. It's it's just fascinating to me. So speaking of creepy things, there's a lot of weird shit that happens at Crater Lake. So we're going to break it down by aspects. We're going to talk about the old man tree, Wizard Island, some weird stories. So let's start with the old man tree. It's a 30 foot log with only three feet of it above water. The tree has been carbon dated to be older than 450 years old, which is kind of weird, right? Sticking out of a lake? Still, we're going to talk about this. So the lake, there's a lake geologist, Joseph Diller. Um, He was actually the first one to sight and track the old man tree back in 1896. Now, here's why this is so weird. If you've been to a lake or any body of water and you're seeing logs, it's common, right? This one, though, stands vertically in the water by itself. It's not resting on anything. It's three feet of a log sticking vertically out of the water. So if it's 450 years old, it it started, it had to appear after the lake was already there. Right. and it would indicate that it grew upward, right? Right. Right. Well, and then also you think about it can take many years for a log in the water to fully become waterlogged to where it submerges, but it definitely takes less time than 450 years. (laughs) I mean, it can take decades for a log to waterlog itself underneath, but never that long. And never a log that is resting vertically in a body of water that's like really freaking weird yeah so i mean it it, this is what kind of drew me to doing the topic about crater lake is what the f is going on with the old man tree and this baby guess what it's not only weird because it just sticks itself out of the water for that long and that high this sucker travels around the lake it's not (laughs) it doesn't stay in one spot yeah, you heard me. It fucking travels. So this is this is just like so freaking intriguing. And I have a theory about it, but let's let's kind of talk about the facts and the stories around what has happened with this tree. The Washington DC actually commissioned a study back in 1938 to observe the movements of this log. And between July and October, it traveled over 62 miles. 
What? Yes. Around the lake, averaging 0.67 miles a day with it being like the maximum travel time in one day. A distance of uh, 3.8 miles was documented on the 6th of August of that year. What? And Yeah. Isn't that freaking weird? I have a theory on it, but we'll, we'll talk about it. Scientists say that it appears to be rooted into the lake bed, or potentially that it has remaining roots that's wrapped around a large rock at the bottom. They can't really get to it. So here's the question. How has it not sunk after all these years? And how is it able to move in the manner that it does? My well, theory... rooted in the bed, how uh-huh. is that possible? Right. Especially Please if don't it is... walk. Exactly. So my theory on it is to like a logical theory on it is could it potentially be that this is just a dormant volcano and this is just showing really minuscule signs of activity with things kind of starting up and moving around a little bit in there and it's kind of moving the lake bed around hence why we're seeing movement of the old man tree what would geologists say though about that you would think they would have a way to test that right Yes, you would think People so. People who volcanologists or whatever you want to call yep. it. Exactly. And there's no, there's nothing that I found saying that, oh, yes, this is a theory that we have, you know, being potential. So it's like, okay, you know, they've tested it, but still, that was like the only theory that I had about it. Otherwise, my other theory is this is just fucking weird. So is it more scientifically, you know, interesting at the fact that okay maybe volcano activity is kind of coming up again or is it truly something that is really supernatural there are a lot of tribes that find the old man tree to be a sacred spot the lake itself is a sacred spot and they consider things that happen on the lake to be you know cursed they don't like to look at it very often because they said that it's it's a mesmerizer almost like a siren that draws you into the water we're going to talk about that too But the last thing that I want to share with you is a story that happened in 1988 regarding the old man tree. There was a team that came out to explore the bottom of the lake, and they were worried about running into the old man tree since it was definitely documented that that thing moves, but they didn't want to hurt it or destroy it in any way. So they had tied it up on the east side of Wizard Island. And not only did they have issues with getting it wrapped up, so that they wouldn't harm it in any way. But not long after they did this, the sky apparently began to darken and a storm came in, making it impossible for the team to do any studies. Hmm. So they hurried up and they packed their shit up so you know there was lightning and everything on the water. They didn't want to be involved with that. They removed the tether from the old man tree and allegedly, as soon as they did that, the weather cleared up. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Very weird. There, are, I mean, there's a lot of science now to show that trees and plants like are sentient. Definitely. And we know that trees send out nutrients to other trees in the forest, and they will mm-hmm. take preference over their own offspring and things like that. Yep. So, yeah, fascinating. Don't it even is. get me started on mushrooms because <laughs> we can do a whole episode on mushrooms. We really could. We really could. <laughs> Nature is macabre, but they're pretty fucking awesome. Hey, they can be macabre. Poisonous mushrooms. They've been used in all kinds of things. 
My sister tried to kill me with one when I was a kid. Patreon members, I'm sure you just listened to that episode. Yeah. <laughs> and if you aren't on Patreon and you want to hear that, go on Patreon and sign up. We have a time over there. Oofta. That was our, um, what was it? Morbid Curiosity Game Night? Yes. Where we answer questions about dark things and... Mm-hmm. Also some very revealing things. But anyways. Yeah. We definitely have to do a live stream on that. Mm-hmm. We'll just take that one card out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> We're not answering that one again. I once and I'm never answered. Never again. It might even get deleted eventually. <laughs> Join now if you want to hear it. <laughs> yep. If you want to hear the dirty deets, now is your time. Because, oh, it's a limited time. We're going to edit that thing out and... <laughs> Keep the rest of the episode, but we're just going to edit out that first question. Uh, anyway, <laughs> off that topic, we're just going to jump right into Wizard Island. We're not admitting anything on this episode. <laughs> so, Wizard Island. Guess why it's called Wizard Island? I don't know. Is there a school of wizardry? Nope. It's actually just a really ridiculous, like you're going to roll your eyes. It just looks like a wizard hat. Oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> don't look at me. I didn't make the rules. That's why they named it that. <laughs> the island is actually made of of what remains of the volcanic uh cinder cone so that's why it's got that shape um it's about 750 feet high coming out of the lake and it is illegal to camp on it there are some really weird things that happen on this island too and rangers have spoke about things that they've seen on there uh rangers at crater lake national park have reported seeing campfires out there but when they approach and get closer to say, hey, you can't camp here, there is no sign of any fires, any campers. There are no scorch marks of a fire. It just disappears. Hmm. And one, Yeah, exactly. And one ranger allegedly saw a large group of people standing around a fire on that island. And she said as soon as she got closer to the scene, they all disappeared. Now, people have said that they can see smoke at night not just flames which makes me wonder if again you know kind of going back to that theory i had earlier is this volcanic activity you know is it is there something in it that's just kind of springing up again it's coming out of that dormance period um a lot of tribes have claimed this portion of the crater lake area to be cursed like that's the biggest area that is allegedly cursed not just the lake And some said that they have seen large creatures under the water surrounding the island. Ugh. Mm Mm-hmm. Creatures? Like... Creatures, like water serpents. Oh. One one of which, there was an account a lady had seen underneath a tourist boat. This was back in the 90s. Uh, There was what she described as a dragon-like serpent creature that was larger than the boat that was swimming underneath them oh man and it was completely silent there was no like ripples in the water up top it was just below them okay i just had a random idea yeah what if you know we talk about the combination of all the things but Mm -hmm. what if like there are and this is gonna sound i'm gonna sound like a crazy person but whatever no judgment um, here. This is why we do this. <laughs> this is why we, we talk here on Macabre. <laughs> what if, like, you know, we talked about the mountains, and I it makes me think of um, Mount Shasta. 
Oh. And like how the tribes near Mount Shasta, um, obviously it sits on a ley line. Mm-hmm. you know anything about the ley lines but the tribes there used to say that the mountain itself would open up and things would come out of like a portal oh so it makes me wonder if there's some connection between these volcanoes cuz um mm-hmm. mount shasta is a i think it's like a super volcano it's anyways. i think so but yeah what if it's something about that like what if portals yeah are connected to these places and these things and these creatures are just, um, you know, able to kind of like be around these areas, come in and out as they please. That is really interesting. And it, that would make a lot of sense with other stories that you hear from other sacred areas, um, in different national parks and, you know, not, it, it doesn't just happen in national parks either. Oh, we're we should definitely talk about that in the origin episode. Yeah. There's some just really really weird stuff. I can't wait to hear, like I want to hear from people about that stuff too. I want to hear yeah. theories and if if anybody knows or if you're part of these cultures, we would love to learn about these things. Please reach out to us because I am a sucker for this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's just interesting to get other perspectives. And obviously yes. a lot of this stuff has been documented in different cultures. Exactly. Over the course of time. And it's just unexplainable still. Intriguing. But speaking of creepy things. There's some really weird stuff that happens at Crater Lake. And now we're going to talk about different things that have happened. Not just areas. There have been a lot of sightings of strange creatures, disappearances, and deaths in this particular national park. Uh, that's kind of the case with all the national parks, but hey, that's that's for another time. And speaking of large underwater creatures, there have been multiple reports of people seeing that dragon-like creature when they go on those boating tours. And you're not even allowed to swim in certain parts of the lake. Hmm. And they're, they, I mean, they swim under the surface, but they're large enough for people to see. So, and obviously there, there's not a restriction for people to not swim in certain areas because of that. It's because there's just some really weird underlying movement in the water that, you know, you don't want to get sunked into. And so it's just, it's just really weird, especially when you think the water is pure. There's like no outside contaminants to it because the water came from rain and snow. So it's just, it's so, it's so interesting. There's also reports of people's behaviors being just completely different than their normal personality. That's a very common occurrence out there. In 1947, there was a husband and wife that went camping around or hiking, I'm sorry, around the lake when they got to a cliff to just see the scenes the man gave his wife his wallet and strode casually to the edge and just stepped off are you fucking serious yeah dead serious he was acting normal before this even when we they got up to the scenic spot he was fine until he looked on the lake for a while he was quiet and he just nonchalantly gave his wife all of his things she just thought oh maybe he's just going you know and he just stepped off. Initially, he when he 
stepped off the edge, he just broke, well, I mean, just, but he just broke his leg. He didn't die after that initial jump or step. But the weirder part is he broke his leg on that first catch-all. He kept going. What? He th- Yeah. Yeah, he kept going. He threw himself into the lake after that where he drowned. And his wife reportedly said that he just seemed to be like in this trance. He wasn't saying anything. Nothing that she was saying to him was getting through to him. And there are yeah, other... That, yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. And that goes back to the accounts where uh, like the Klemeth and the the Maddox don't like to stare at the lake very much because it's like it they find it to be cursed like it's a mesmerizing siren-esque situation which i find really weird there's other accounts of people being almost hypnotized by the lake as well but that was one of the more popular accounts so the klamaths say that if you look too long you will become mesmerized by the water hypnotized almost like that's the only thing that exists because people just go into this trance so we have to Think about that and then think about how many people actually go missing in this national park and they are rarely found. But if they are, they show up a long time later and they're not always in one piece. If mm. they go into the water, they're they're probably not being found. But if they are found around the land, it's going to be a roulette on how you're going to find their remains. One of these accounts comes from 1975. There was a photographer named Charles uh, McCuller. He went missing after going there in the winter to take photos, which I don't know why you would go in the winter, dude. Like in a national park in the wintertime. Yeah. That's already some pretty dangerous. You change the odds dramatically of your survival. Exactly. Right. And he... He went missing, and he wasn't found until a year later. And all they could find of him, get this, they only found his shin bones and a toe. And a ranger described it as where his remains were. It's like he just melted away. What? Uh Uh-huh. Very weird. Portal. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I would not be surprised. Uh, there have been, which keep that in mind, we're going to talk about this also, which just kind of goes a little with this theory also. Aircrafts have disappeared as well. In the spring of 1944, there were two Grumman torpedo planes, uh, that were flying in formation for a training exercise and one of them vanished. Allegedly, it went right into the lake. Reported sightings. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it just like really weird stuff like that. So it makes you wonder like, okay, we talked about how mesmerizing the lake can be. Was the pilot fixated on the water and it just kind of happened or portal? What the heck? What the heck? So other things that have happened. I mean, what national park would it be if there weren't sightings, reported sightings of Sasquatch? <laughs> there are a lot of tourists and rangers who come out of the woodwork to say that they have seen Sasquatch out there. So that's not shocking at all. I just had to throw it in there because it's Sasquatch, you know. Uh, there have been a lot of sightings of UAPs. There have been uh, numerous sightings of these UAPs actually flying over 
the lake and the forest surrounding the lake, there have even been reports of some of them coming out of the lake. So again, <laughs> the theories that we've talked about seem to be very similar to other topics that we've covered and just stories that are out there in general about the national parks. But Crater Lake is not the only place that is a little weird. We got to talk about Lake Mead now. Yeah, Lake Mead. It's a little bit different than what you were covering yes. because it fits more into, it's not so much creepy like that, but it's creepy in a different way, I would say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you know much about Lake Mead? No, I only know about, well, we're going to talk about it, but I only know about some of like the mafia dump sites. <laughs> yeah, that's mean. <laughs> It's mainly what we're going to talk about, but I'll yeah. give a little background for listeners who may not know. We do have a lot of listeners that are outside of the U.S. So, okay, let's just dive right in. Um, yes. Lake Mead National Park is a beautiful landscape. It has brilliant blue waters, and it's considered a year-round playground. It spreads across one and a half million acres of mountains, canyons, valleys and two vast lakes. And people come Oof. from all over the world to enjoy. This is actually the largest man-made lake on the planet. And it mm. has 750 miles of coastline. <laughs> I had I no idea know that. that it was so big. No. So, yeah. And, people, and it just makes sense as to why people come from all over the world to visit. They, you know, it's a recreational area. So there's a lot of fishing. Mm -hmm. swimming, hiking, and one of the draws is because it's in Las Vegas, you can, um, at certain parts of the year, see the Milky Way at night. So Aww. that was kind of cool. That's cool. Which is a bucket list item for me. See the Milky Way? Yeah. <gasps> You've never seen the Milky Way? <laughs> the Milky Way? <laughs> no. <laughs> I like how you say that. <laughs> Hallie, you got to get up here. We're You can see it? Yes. Ah. Uh, I'm jealous. Girl, you got to get up here. You can also see the northern lights up here. Oh my gosh. Certain times of the year or all the time? Uh-huh. Certain times. Okay, what times of the year? I'm making a mental note. Um it would be usually around late spring, early summer and then again in like the late fall, early winter. Okay, cool. Good to know. Put that you reason. can cross off your bucket list here in Wisconsin. <laughs> All Hello, right. Hello, international listeners. If you want to come to Wisconsin for that kind of stuff, no. People people <laughs> give a lot of crap to us Wisconsinites, but uh we do uh we, we do deliver on some things. You guys know how to party though. <laughs> Whoa, yes we do. There's yes, nothing we else do. to do. <laughs> it's it definitely does with the uh Scandinavian and German heritage of Wisconsin for sure. <laughs> Well, I'm definitely putting that on my list of things to do. So, Oh, yeah. I'll be your tour guide. That's exciting. <laughs> well, a lot of our listeners probably know this, but um, Lake Mead sits outside a very famous city that has a very dark history. Mm -hmm. Sin City, a.k.a. Las Vegas. Um, the lake itself, it is a man-made reservoir that was formed by the Hoover Dam on the Colorado River. And mm -hmm. it's located in the states of Nevada and Arizona. Mm. It's um, 24 miles east of Las Vegas. 
and it's the largest reservoir in the U.S. in terms of how much water it holds. Uh, it actually provides water to the states of Arizona, California, Nevada, and parts of Mexico. So it's about 20 Dang. million people that it provides water to and farmland. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, as big as this national park is, it also has some of or hides some of Sin City's deadliest secrets. And that's what mm. I'm going to be talking about today. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. Dun, dun. Outside <laughs> magazine called Lake Mead Recreation Area America's Deadliest National Park. From 2006 to 2016, 275 people lost their lives in the national park. That is about 100 more than the second deadliest national park, which is Yosemite. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I know these numbers are like, what? How do you, how do we not hear about this stuff? Like, yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot. And it's 120 more deaths than the third deadliest, which is um, Grand Canyon National Park. See, I would have thought Grand Canyon would have been the most dangerous. I would have thought so too, but apparently mm. not. <laughs> Lake Mead is number one. It's also the fifth most visited national park in the U.S. Did you see which one was the, the number one? I have an idea what it is. Number one most visited? I don't know. I would guess maybe Yellowstone. That's what, what my think? thought was, too. I think it's yeah. Yellowstone. I'll have to look that up, or maybe yeah. you can look it up in the background. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to look it up. Um, most of the deaths at Lake Mead are attributed to drowning. Which, right, it's a boating recreational area. That makes sense. People just, you know, get out on the water. They're drinking. They're not wearing life jackets and stuff happens. Um, So that's probably the most common death. But it's not as interesting as what I wanted to talk about today, which is murder. Dare I say the mafia. Gangsters. The (gasps) mom. Gasp. Sin City Crime Syndicates. Uh I did find the number one. Did you? What is it? It's the Great Smoky Mountains. What? Yeah. And Grand Canyon's number two. According to uh, the database for national parks of 2022. Interesting. I wouldn't have guessed that. Me neither. It's probably more accessible to people. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But I digress. Anyway, sorry. So back to murder. Murder. For several years, a western drought that some have attributed to climate change lowered the water level in Lake Mead by 170 feet. Mm. As of 2022, uh, the Colorado River Reservoir drained behind the Hoover Dam, and this is what caused that water level to drop. At the end of August 2022, Lake Mead had depleted 27% of its original capacity. Now, when you think about the size of the lake that I mentioned earlier and the amount of water, 27% is a lot. Yeah. Like I couldn't even wrap my brain around what volume that is, but. That's immense. That's horrible. Wow. And it it drops so low that, you know how like when you let the water out of a bathtub after, let's just say you had a dirty kid in the bathtub. It's probably the best example I could give you. And then like you let the water out and there's like a ring around Mm -hmm. the perimeter of the tub. 
Mm-hmm. Lake Mead has that same ring. So you can oh. see how far it dropped. And um, the latest predictions by the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation say that it could drop another 20 feet by the end of this year. What? Yeah. Oh, so, my gosh. That's a, there's It's a lot. There's like, it's really bad. Like the stuff that's going on in the world right now with the fires everywhere. Yeah. The world is basically on fire. The oceans. I could get on a soapbox right now all the craziness but um mm-hmm. because of this drastic drop in the water levels lake mead's been giving up some secrets oh since may 1st of 2022 and this is all at the time of me doing the research for this episode mm-hmm. stuff might have changed since then but as of may 1st 2022 six different sets of human remains have been found at lake mead and it's actually at the lowest water level it has ever been since it was first filled in 1937. Damn. The first discovery was made on May 1st when a man's body was found in a rusted barrel on the shore at Hemingway Harbor, stirring speculation in Las Vegas that the victim may be connected to a darker past when organized crime syndicates played a larger role in Sin City and the casinos. Detectives at the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department have said that the victim in the barrel appeared to have died from a gunshot wound, and based on the clothing and the footwear, uh, this most likely took place in the mid-1970s or early 1980s. And they are still investigating, uh, and the body has not yet been identified by the Clark County Office of the Coroner. They um, are in the process of trying to get uh, some viable DNA out of this particular body mm. corpse victim. It's always harder when it's waterlogged and for that long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know that they'll be able to pull anything. I know there's some new techniques mm-hmm. Um, with uh, like rootless, I think it's rootless hair, I want to say. There's some different new techniques that are out now that... um just some advances in that so hopefully maybe that's so we'll get some answers but it's pretty easy to say that it's pretty fair to say that obviously was a victim of (laughs) crime (laughs) yeah totally uh body in a barrel is uh especially like with the clothes he was wearing the type of i imagine he was probably in like a suit Mm -hmm. you know definitely and whatnot um now fun macabre fact of the day do you know what the term 86 means? No. So Kinda a lot sounds... of our listeners probably know that like when you say someone got 86, that it means they got murdered, right? hmm But the term 86 specifically means eight miles out in the desert, six feet deep. What? Yeah. I have never heard this term before. I know. Isn't that fun? That's, I mean, I, I knew 86 meant that somebody got killed, but I didn't know, like, that it meant, like, driving someone out eight miles into the desert and then no. burying them six feet deep. So that's well, what that means. And then, you know, my ridiculous brain was immediately going to, like, 1986. <laughs> so it's like, you've just been Rubik's Cute and like neon geometrical shaped in the face. Like, it, I don't know. That was where my brain went because I'm a huge 80s fan. But I was like, I 86. mean, for <laughs> a phrase to have that much like 
behind it yeah. and That's for people to use it commonly like you know that i mean in las vegas it'd be so easy to hide a body like out in the desert mm -hmm. oh yeah Ugh. all <laughs> right so we started at um may 1st mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. okay so we're moving on to may 7th of 2022 oh. dang okay <laughs> thomas Ernst who is believed to have died by drowning two decades ago, was found by authorities in Nevada on May 7th in the Calville Bay area of the lake and was later identified by the Clark County Office of the Coroner, a medical examiner through investigative information, DNA analysis, and reports from the original incident. The official cause and manner of Mr. Ernst's death is listed as undetermined because they aren't able to pull like enough physical evidence Mm. so okay. um the story is there is actually a backstory on this one it was uh 20 years ago in august of 2002 uh thomas jumped off of a boat for a swim in lake mead and vanished in front of his daughter who was 14 years old at the time and his son who was 11 Oh my His gosh. daughter recalls the waves in Lake Mead being very high the night of her father's disappearance, and she recalled hearing him yell for help three times, but they were not able to locate him. Obviously, he oh. drowned, but for two decades, they couldn't find his body, and his family just kind of had to live with that lack of closure. The week of the 25th of August, the DNA samples were able to prove that the body that they recovered two decades later did belong to that man who had gone missing. So I, I can't imagine what those kids were going through. I can't imagine was... for 20 years, not being able yeah. to find a body. Yeah. I mean, if it's a deep lake too, I mean, ugh, that's I'm so sure. weird. Yeah. If it's a reservoir, it has mm -hmm. to be a very deep. deep, deep. Yeah. And it would be a tremendous task to try to get and i'm sure that they did look for him you know what i mean but it would just be mm -hmm. very challenging to try to get enough resources to go deep enough and far enough to try to find um but i'm glad that you know they were able to at least get that closure for the family yeah absolutely and then july 25th Another set of partial skeletal remains were found on the shoreline of Boulder Beach, and they still have yet to identify these remains. Oof. August 6th, visitors to Boulder Beach area discovered another set of partial skeletal remains near the shoreline, same place where the previous set was found. Hmm. And then on August 16th, a third set of partial skeletal <laughs> remains were found by a visitor and there have been no identifications on those three bodies yet so to me it kind of seems like this boulder beach was a hot spot for dumping yeah. bodies damn and then the final set of remains was just a human bone that was found by a diver in calville bay on october uh in october of 2022 and these have also yet to be identified. Mm. So a lot of bodies, no identities. Probably, I mean, a few of them could have been drowning, but there's a fair chance that some of them were just uh, 86. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, except they were dumped in a lake instead of buried under the desert. Oof. And uh, it's pretty likely that as the water continues to drop, that more bodies are going to be found, more remains. Oh, definitely. I, uh, Can you what? imagine just visiting? <laughs> like, Yeah. Uh, You're out to just... have a good time relax and all of a sudden you just see a skull float by and you're like what the yeah so that's my macabre bit of lake mead um i'm sure we could do an entire episode on the mafia oh definitely i know there's like and they say you know that like it's changed since like kind of the the peak but i Mm -hmm. i don't i don't think it's changed (laughs) i just think they're better about hiding it right (laughs) I, I've known a lot of people that have gone out there and they said, yeah, you can definitely tell in certain areas that there's some things going on. Some shadiness. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think the mafia is still involved. Just uh, yeah, a little better about hiding it at this point. Yeah. So yeah, Ooh. that's my Lake Mead story. That is creepy. Maybe don't go to Lake Mead for a little bit. Just like kind of. Maybe don't you know. go to Crater Lake. Yeah. Maybe just stay away from really deep lakes <laughs> for a wee bit. Yeah. I mean, the national parks themselves. I mean, I would love to visit. I'm not going to lie. There's a. I mean, oh, I yeah, would love definitely. to go to Yosemite, the Grand Canyon. I'm like, eh, I, I think it'd be something to see. But like Yosemite is on my list. Um, mm-hmm. probably the top of my list actually, but that one has some crazy stories, crazy yeah. disappearances, it crazy does. creatures. Ooh, I can't wait for that Appalachians episode. Talk about crazy creatures. Ooh, yeah. There's something about the combination of mountains, water, and caves that is just mm-hmm. very interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think I could ever go to Grand Canyon and see it up close because. Fun fact, I have a obnoxious fear of heights. Oh. Yeah. So I don't not think high that on your be... bucket list. No. No, not at all. <laughs> so you're not going up in the Eiffel Tower and you're not going up in um the Statue of Liberty or what's Perhaps the other one in New York? Not. It's all one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I at uh, the Chrysler building or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever that is. Yeah. No way. Uh I let's just put it this way. I used to work in a department store um that sold, you know, like warehouse home goods, that kind of thing. And the you know, the shelves in the aisles were pretty high. So we had to have a an ex like a full extended ladder to get up on there to do like freight and stuff like that. And let me tell you, I couldn't even get it to the top of those without like sweating and uh, shaking and I do not like climbing ladders either. And yeah. the house that I used to live in had an attic, and you had to take uh-huh. the ladder up. It's uh-huh. fine going up the ladder, but going down, down the ladder, oh no, uh huh. It like makes me, I don't know, like I just keep seeing myself falling over and over. And yep. the only thing that my mind can like fix on is like, I'm gonna fall, I'm gonna yep. fall. Exactly. That's what mine does too. Uh, I've never fallen, but um it definitely like it creeps me out for yeah, sure. Definitely. I get really bad vertigo. Mm. Well like, that would Ugh. make you fall. Uh-huh. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So I said they're like Ugh. like at one it's point not- when I worked at that store, a manager came up and they said, Hey, just a 
just a question for you. Are you afraid of heights? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I was like, yes. And they're like, well, then why were you uh, assigned to this? And I was like, I just do what they tell me around here. So the <laughs> the manager, you know, talked to my particular manager and said, hey, maybe like don't send her up here anymore. You think they freaking listened? I won't get into it about the place that I worked at, but uh, <laughs> no, I was up there a lot actually. And I had to lift 60 pound boxes over my head while I was up oh, on the no. top of these things. Oh, oh hell no. Oh, not fun. Oh, listeners, we get it. we give you little tidbits of our innermost secrets. Yeah, now you know. Now you know. Now you know. <laughs> well, I think that's it for this episode. It is. And we hope that you liked getting deep with us in the lakes, <laughs> of course. But we've got some requests from you now that you know us a little better and it's been a little bit more intimate and deep this episode we would <laughs> love it if you would rate and review us it really does mean a lot to us tell a friend you've got friends you should tell them you should tell them all about us tell your weirdest friend in the group yes and if you are Find the weirdest friend your second weirdest friend <laughs> yes <Yeah, that's true. laughs> We definitely want to hear from you. And because this is a hometown macabre, we definitely want to get off the ground with these uh, episodes. And we would definitely love to hear from you. If you have a hometown story, if it didn't happen to you and you know somebody or you just know of a topic from a different place, we want to hear from you because we would love to expand this segment of our show. So please contact us at that's so macabre at gmail.com or go to our website at macabpod.com. You can record your voice up to five minutes. If you need more than that, do it. Part two, part three, whatever you need. Just let us know that's what you're doing so that we can keep track of them. Get a hold of us on our Facebook group page. I mean, we're kind of having a party over there. We're also on Patreon. We do have a few lucky listeners that get to know us even deeper over there <laughs> so if you're interested in that go check that out as always have fun be safe out there don't be getting mem- mesmerized by beautiful bodies of water it would be easy to do it I would definitely be one of those people same <laughs> until next time listeners we love you have an awesome day bye <laughs> bye Thank mm-hmm. you.